Hello. Hello. We are back. Back and better than ever. We took a little break. Yeah. Welcome. We it was it was a rejuvenating break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We um it was our spring break, uh not this last week, but the week before. And Hannah and I took it upon ourselves to go on an eight-day-long road trip alone. Um, you know, like, pseudo-planned. We, yeah, yeah. There were, <laughs> like, objectives that were laid out. Yeah. Um, but, like, we kind of just hopped in the car. And every day was an adventure of finding where to sleep, mostly. And, mm-hmm. like And, like, where we're going next. We had a rough idea. We went... Um, so we went like down through Colorado and then like through South Colorado and then to basically the border of New Mexico and then we went back up through Utah and back to Minneapolis when she says the border of New Mexico that's the like bottom of New Mexico not New Mexico Colorado border so like we're getting down there um yeah we really took a took a dip Uh, yeah basically just like (laughs) there and back all the way through new mexico um solely to see white sands but also also for the drive oh we should definitely start out with gratitude yeah definitely okay do you know what you want to say what are you grateful for yeah um daisy we're we're at my parents house right now and i really like our dog yeah it's good to see her i'm grateful for my sister Mm. I love her. Me, my dog, <laughs> while I'm at my family's house. <laughs> no, I love my sister, Sabrina. We had, we've had some good talks this week. It's been oh, good. That's good. Yeah. I would also. I'm very grateful for. I've realized this. Um, CCC of MN, the community care clinics, mm-hmm. um, that have been doing an amazing job of trying to vaccinate as many people as possible. Um, and reach people without ID or and giving translator services. Mm-hmm. Um, They've had some extra vaccines lately, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like every day. Instagram, CCC of MN. Check it out if you still need to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to all our listeners who I Probably think... have gone to this exact clinic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I think we... Our plan today was to talk kind of about, like, being the outdoors men we are. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because, like, we're definitely uh, amateurs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When it comes to... But, like, we go. We camp a lot. Yeah. Especially lately. We're spirited amateurs. Yeah. yeah. It's... I think it's all about going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Our attitude going into this trip so we had a rough plan which is like a google doc that we made when we were drinking wine at like 9 p.m um and it basically like we decided on eight days that was that was the plan Mm -hmm. we decided like where oh we reached out we reached out to a few people who like had gone to national parks and like had recommendations for the southwest Mm mm-hmm so we got their advice. So we knew which, like, some of the right. parks we wanted to visit. Um, yeah, so we made a list. Mm-hmm. And basically our trip was predicated on, okay, well, you go down. You have to go through Colorado. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we were like, okay, great sand dunes. We saw that on the route. We're like, it looks awesome. Yeah. 100%. Uh, pre- that's the only plan we made. We Literally. bought a permit <laughs> on the day we were planning to camp there because day one was get to Colorado. Day two was get to the sand dunes. So we're like, okay, we know this and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a backpacking permit for one night. It was, like, $6 or something. That was, like, the only thing that was yeah. actually keeping us anchored to this. <laughs> this entire trip was a $6 backpacking permit <laughs> on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then and then it was, okay, we want to see White Sands, and we've heard that it's a good drive down through New Mexico, mm-hmm. so we're going to do that. And then uh, purely based on time, we were like, what national park can we hit on the way back? <laughs> And in a state, uh, again, where we hadn't been because we wanted to do this southwest loop in places we just, like, hadn't seen. Right. Um, which turned out to be so much sand and so much rock, which is different than Minnesota. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just want to say really quick, we're, like, sitting in the sun. We've had, like, two sunny days in the past two weeks, so sorry. But we're sitting outside in the sun, so if you hear any weird noises, that's, like, probably Daisy... Licking, licking herself or <laughs> something like that <laughs> but yeah we're outside yeah so we that was like we were like not that not that prepared i'd say even to the like down to the minute we left i feel we both like packed the night like the night before we left late Hannah packed, like, I feel like the morning that we left. I don't know. I guess we just, like, set off. We made it to Colorado. We stopped at... Oh, we took a different way to Colorado than was, like, the recommended route, the fastest way. Um, This is 100% the best way to... Like, best scenery to get to Colorado. Yeah. um, Is what we did is we were like, okay, this is the Great American Southwest Road Trip. That's what this, like... (laughs) We were like, it's about the journey. And people are like, we tell them. And like, it's a lot of driving. It sounds like it. But it was it was fun driving. And so, it's, like, not a lot of driving if it's with, if it's with someone Aww. you love. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we spent so much time. Um, we were like, okay, roadside things on the way. Yeah. Uh, Corn Palace. Mm-hmm. Which is probably is cool when it's, like active Mm -hmm. is not currently it's in south dakota so we're like first route is routed to corn palace which is on the way to colorado and then what's on the way from corn palace is uh carhenge Carhenge. which is awesome yeah carhenge was sick if you take this route and you choose to completely ignore corn palace and carhenge you are still taking like the prettiest drive possible yeah we just have had such bad experiences in Iowa also that, you know, like, avoid Iowa at all costs has been kind of the the theme. But, um, yeah, Corn Palace, uh, my reviews are underwhelming and probably more fun, yeah, when there's more people there. They had, like, cornhole inside, and it kind of looked like a high school gym. gym. Um, um, yep. And they had, like, a concession stand. I don't know. It was... Yeah, it was a little... It was nice to get out of the car, though, and we made we made lunch. <laughs> and then car hench. And it's nice to have a break. Like, it doesn't feel like that much driving when you have something to look forward to, even if it's corn palace. Objectives. <laughs> yeah. So I think in general, like, we were just treating the driving as, like, an adventure. 
and the nice thing about going with only two people is like if you want to stop somewhere there's only like one other person you have to convince to do that mm-hmm. um <laughs> you just stop like that's that's it and then if you're like i cannot go on it's like oh fuck well uh, i guess we can't continue there's only yeah. one other person yeah but we made it to colorado that first day yeah we did it we did it um and then we found ourselves like in fast forward we found ourselves in pitch black at like 10 30 p.m on the side of a mountain um quickly losing phone service looking for um a blm site to camp on right yeah so blm um bureau of land management campsites work differently in every state and colorado there's like pretty good ones that you can like rent you know or you reserve mm-hmm. and we didn't do that we were like okay we're gonna get one of the we'll the, the free ones yeah. and so um put it i'll put it in the drive dock but we had to find you you find this map and it's got all these roads where you are allowed to camp within 300 feet of the road and it's in national forest land so you have to drive into the mountains and this is like you gotta have it like screenshot because you're gonna lose service um and some of the roads have different rules about them. Uh, so we weren't... So uh, we, I found this one small road on the map that said, okay, yes, there are sites along this that you can camp on. <laughs> um, and we found it in pitch black, but it sure did not look like you were supposed to. But that's what it is. You just... Yeah, pull off the gravel, side of the road. A little gravel indent park. Yeah. But we were just so confused and also like... Everything looks so terrifying in the dark. Right. You just don't know. And I think most people who do this have vans or campers for these, like, literal off-the-road sites. Like, you don't see tents pitched, but when you see a car parked for the evening, like, that's what they're doing. They're camping. Mm -hmm. Um, This woman stopped. It was, like, 11 p.m. And she's like, are you guys okay? Do you need help? (laughs) Like, we're fine. Go to bed soon. We think this is legal. (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah we were really tired it was pretty cold that night um yep but we went to bed and then we woke up on easter and it was so pretty we were just like we had no idea what we were gonna wake up to because it was so dark when we got there Mm -hmm. there was a little moon we like opened the tent the tent door the sky was purple yeah it was so beautiful hannah brought an easter basket Mm -hmm. so we celebrated easter for that morning it was very pretty there was like a tiny little waterfall like (laughs) (laughs) i like showered in it yeah and then we drove oh my gosh we just drove right we just drove through colorado yep to the great sand dunes Mm -hmm. We kind of straight shot it there, I'd say, in general. We, like, would stop for gas. We didn't really stop much at the beginning of the trip. We stopped a lot more toward the end because there was just, like, to hike and stuff. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so we drove all the way down to the sand dunes and got there around, like, one thirty or something. And it was super windy. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, I... And now that you said Hannah had a friend that went, like, the day after and they didn't camp there because it was so windy. (laughs) Like, now that I'm thinking about it more, it was super, super windy. But it was really nice out. The weather in general was just so nice. Um, But, yeah, so we we suited up and we 
we well, you backpack in yeah. is what you do yeah to camp like there's the day use area and i we didn't anticipate this but they're incredible they're super tall mm-hmm. super tall and you have to hike up them it's mm-hmm. like they say plan to an hour to an hour and a half hike um and it's it's very difficult yeah. uh and i think that spring is a good choice to go because otherwise i can't imagine the heat how terrible that would be hiking up the sand oh gosh uh um, yeah yeah i wanted to say really quick like this doesn't have much to do with like this particular backpacking experience but the in general for like beginner backpacking i feel like um pinterest has been a really good resource because they have they literally have like what you pack like a picture of like everything you can pack into a backpack that is what you need Does we that didn't make sense? follow that no that's why i said it's not like oh, okay. relevant to this back i was just like if we're giving advice um mm. on backpacking because i went on another i went on another trip where it was like super helpful like they give you clothes like clothing recommendations and like how to pack everything the smallest and like the kind of like tetris the way the best way you can into a backpack yeah sorry that was like an interjection we did not think about what went into our backpacks actually we had a giant sleeping bag in it was like taking up half of hannah's backpack that we used as like insulation under our sleeping pads Mm -hmm. definitely didn't need that no we were afraid of being cold but the weather was good there yeah um it was i had a it well we were dehydrated mm-hmm. we had drank a lot of coffee mm-hmm. and we drank um a little bit of alcohol before we went in so like yeah. th- and and we hadn't really moved our bodies in like 24 hours because we were just in the car so i think the awesome combination of all of that is what made me like start seeing spots and then i had to like <laughs> sit down <laughs> and, and i was like oh geez um but we made it eventually. It was funny because we were like starting the trek. Yeah. And we were just like. On top of the world. Yeah. <laughs> but we were kind of like everything was fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were playing the Grateful Dead and their songs are so long. Yeah. That <laughs> it felt like, like we had been walking for like hours, especially because you're walking on sand. And we were listening to a very ominous song mm-hmm. and just trekking in the desert with like these packs. It was really entertaining. Yeah, it Goodbye. quickly it quickly <laughs> turned into like, oh shit, like this is we are hiking for an hour and a half up sand hills with like backpacks on our back. They do recommend um in the in if you go to the visitor center, there's like another path that's easier which yes. we did not take. We were even told about this path too. Like Yep. We took it out. We took it out of the dunes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't even know if I've ever had a feeling like I did when we got to the top of the dunes and, like, saw... You basically look... So, like, on the on the side that faces the parking lot, there's a lot of people, obviously, because um, that's, like, where people visit. But then once you hike over the dunes, where it technically is fair game for camping for backpackers, there's no one. Like, we didn't... We saw maybe, like, Like, two- where are... There's 20 permits active at a time. Yeah. So, I mean, reserve in advance. But, like, 
where were the people? Yeah, there were, <laughs> we didn't see a single person. Like we saw, uh, well, we saw maybe one or two people, but they were. It seemed like they were just like picnicking or like mm-hmm. doing. I don't know, but we didn't see any other backpackers or like, and you could see over all of the dunes. We yep. just didn't even see a single person. It was insane. Yeah, I guess we didn't go in that far, but mm. to to camp like with the wind, we just like found a nice like pit. Yeah. Um, and set up camp. Yeah, we we actually didn't even set up our tent till we were going to sleep because it would have blown away. Yep. Um, can't stick it to sand. Yeah, we made dinner. We ingested a lot of sand. <laughs> a fun fact about the first like three days of our trip is that we didn't have um, butane for our stove, and yeah. the the camp stove that we had didn't take propane, so we didn't have like a stove. So we made raw tacos that night. We um, we stopped everywhere to get yeah, butane. Geez. But it the, I mean, so the next day we finally found it um in this like little uh camp store in Alamos, which is near the sand dunes. Mm-hmm. Um and they had I guess they they're a pretty good supplier if you are visiting the dunes. They're a little out of the way, but we realized everything that we are doing is out of the way when you're driving an average of eight hours a day yeah like what i love how we were yeah we were really like strongly thinking about it and it was what like 25 minutes out of the way (laughs) as opposed to our five hour drive do it because it took us like an hour to check out all the walmarts for butane we did on the way i know there's a dog neighbor dog dog. daisy (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so i don't know what else like yeah you feel so alone out there i can't even imagine what it would be like to be alone alone like not with somebody else and apparently the sand dunes have like the greatest stars in the world Mm -hmm. it was slightly cloudy that night (laughs) i tried to see uh the stars but we couldn't but that's okay we saw we saw really cool stars later on in the trip but highly recommend it was so pretty then it's objective to um get to white sands yeah it was beautiful. It was a beautiful drive. Drive down through New Mexico. Um, we went through the Cimarrons, which, like, honestly looked kind of dead, except uh, there were sheep, which was awesome. No, they were, like, goats. Oh, mountain goat. Yeah. it was, we entered... Goat we, mountain! Goat mountain! Goat mountain. We entered goat mountain, and, like, five seconds later, we saw goats. It was insane. Yeah, it was like, you will see goats on your journey. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. we were like, okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. The, why is it called Goat Mountain? Yeah. <laughs> goats. Yeah, you like 20 goats crossing the road. Um. Uh, <laughs> but it got better after that. Like, once we actually exited the mountains mm-hmm. and we were going down through this desert landscape, mm-hmm. it's just so, it was so much buildup of alien mm-hmm. landscape for White Sands. White Sands? What would you rate White Sands? Not as highly as the sand dunes, for sure. Yeah, definitely. But they were... White. Yeah, but it was like a like a little biohabitat, like for polar yeah. alien... Polar bears. I was expecting, like, penguins. <laughs> they had this sign there that said, like, oh, by the way, sometimes the military drops, accidentally drops, um like things in here just don't touch them if you see them just don't just don't touch them and we're like what okay (laughs) (laughs) sure um yeah they had like they it was definitely more um 
marked than the sand dunes. They had, like, a hike marked and, like... Yeah, it was very... I think my recommendation would be drive there after you've seen, like, all this landscape and, I mean, maybe check out the great sand dunes on the way. And Mm -hmm. then this thing just feels like you're in a little cute habitat Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was so funny and all the people on their little programmed walk yeah we're big fans of the simulation theory and it really felt like the simulators had done something it was so weird that day we also like decided to get put on clothes that were like not dirty and makeup Mm -hmm. it was a good contrast to the day before in the other dunes of sand that we were yeah yeah we had um a good morning too we camped in um blm camping is so much easier in new mexico oh my gosh uh and so we're in the lincoln national forest which is i mean on its own a cool visit and it did take us a bit of driving but they've just got more campsites along the road yeah we met a really nice guy up in the mountains uh he was we were like um can we camp here and he was like uh i'm camping here And we basically camped across the road from him. Yep. And just drove up. He's like, you got a little Subaru? You can make it. And we're like, all right. Okay. Little Subaru? Sure. Go. Sure, sure. Up the hill. We made a fire, even though it was, like, super high. We didn't know. We did not know. We thought it was moderate. We, like, drove out, and it was super high fire (laughs) danger. But everything was fine. We made a fire pit. Um, We roasted the peeps from Easter. And we woke up for the sunrise, finally. Finally, we saw the sunrise. It was very good. Yeah. And there was a overlook um, as you're leaving Lincoln National Forest. Uh, it's, like, by the tunnel. And that's where we made breakfast, which was awesome. <laughs> and changed. And changed. We had our suitcase out at this rest stop. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was not even a rest stop. It was, like, a... It was yeah, just true. A, yeah, no, there, was, there wasn't even, like, a bathroom or anything. We just had our suitcase sitting basically on the sidewalk as Um, we are using butane to make coffee yeah and changing in the car was very it was a good moment um other yeah other campsites near apparently oregon mountains have really good blm campsites near white sands yeah um in general i think like if you're if you're pretty chill about it and like not not um uncomfortable about like not knowing where you're sleeping like down to look um the blm sites are really pretty and like convenient i guess Mm -hmm. they're just you just need to search a little Mm -hmm. um yeah and then we drove to arches that was also a really pretty drive that was insane yeah we stopped at pistachio pistachio land and yeah huge uh pistachio off the side of the road they had a bunch of trees too pistachio trees Mm -hmm. which are beautiful and like one of the most impressive gift shops I've ever seen in my life. It was huge. With things you care about, like candied pistachios, like good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. wine, apparently. Free wine tasting. Yep. And ice cream. We got ice cream. Go to Pistachio Land. It was if, really If there's good. anything you get out of this entire episode. Top roadside attractions, Pistachio, pistachio Land, Land, Carhenge. Uh, yeah. And then the drive to Arches was just like slowly the rocks got orange and... Um, and the mountains were baby blue. Yeah. Oh, and it was like purple sometimes when the light wasn't all the way there. Yeah. Once you start getting into like 
the the rock the red rocks yeah. like past like the blue mountains that are like the rockies and then i don't know what the other range is yeah and i loved that like the entire time we were kind of like driving toward the rockies like mm-hmm. we could see them from afar and we just kept getting closer and closer and then finally literally the last hike we did of the trip back in colorado sorry i'm skipping ahead but like was um right across from rocky mountain national park so we were like super close at that point and it was just funny full circle yeah, literally full circle i do think that because uh, the drive out of utah to colorado is like less good so mm-hmm. coming from the south mm-hmm. and like seeing the mountains like come out of the desert mm-hmm. is 100 percent the way to go at arches we it was still on blm campground but we paid um because we were staying there for two nights and i don't think i would have done it any other way it was a really pretty campground um but it was like 20 dollars a night i think Mm -hmm. and it was right off of the colorado river they have a bunch of campsites there and they have like bathrooms and fire rings and like a picnic table They, they have stuff it's not you don't just like drive up um to some random part of a land and like pitch your tent but yeah it was super nice to not have to like pack up our stuff um that the first morning and we could just like go we didn't have to drive that much we had like a 10 minute drive to arches it was insane it was kind of crazy oh my gosh yeah it was a very good campsite i swam in the river because it was so warm there it was so dry we're from minnesota everything was like dry dry everything was dry i felt like spongebob we have the spongebob thing that goes yeah it's like doesn't have water oh my gosh i was putting on chapstick every like two minutes i had to regulate my body heat Mm. somehow um on like the last day of our trip based yeah literally the last day of our trip i finally got a hat like a hiking hat that I really wanted. But from Moab. From Moab. We stopped in Moab. There's good hikes in the canyon um, along cause Col- the Colorado River and all those sites. And shoot, I don't even... It's called Morning Bridge or something. Yeah, There's a hike with something Bridge. called Morning Bridge. And it was very... Glenwood Canyon or something? Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. I, and it was like moist in there. Yeah. There was moisture. It was revitalizing. We have to go back because we didn't make it to Morning Bridge because we thought it was going to get dark before we got back and we didn't bring our headlamp. So we're definitely, we're going back, right? Yeah. We got to get, we got to, we yeah, got to make, make it. it. <laughs> um, so if anyone out there has made it to Morning Bridge, let us know how it is. Apparently, if you go to, so, well, the sand dunes are free right now. They're not sand dunes, sorry. Um, White sands because covid yeah uh but arches like if you get in there before 8 a.m before 8 a.m they don't have a park ranger to i don't know if this is really bad like they might really check, bad though. protocol how how do they check because they don't say anything about the dashboard or anything nope they yeah. don't say leave your ticket on the dashboard so you're just supposed to pay mm-hmm. you know like in one of those like collection boxes if you come in because the park's open 24 7 right um so we the second <laughs> The first day we got there, and it was just, like, mad line. It was so many cars, and, like... It's $30, I think, for seven days of entrance. Yeah. I just wonder how many people there were, like, Mormon. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, the second we got into Utah, we were, like, everyone around us is Mormon until they prove us otherwise. <laughs> until, until otherwise proven Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary. I'm scared of, like, Mormon men. Yeah the radio stations there too oh my gosh i have an aside to this as well but that's <laughs> fine 
we like left the Twin Cities and I don't know, I listened a lot to 95.3 and 96.3. They were like the hip hop and whatever channel. They they changed while we were gone in Utah. They changed to both religious channels and apparently they were bought out like a while ago, but April like Oh, really? The time yeah, the time of our spring break is when they actually like changed. So when we got back, I was like, is my car still set to mormon utah like is something going on here where my like the one radio Glitch. station that i've been listening to is now a religious station no that they changed while we were gone because they're both like go 99 yeah okay yeah so do they exist on another station no, now not that they're I know. gone i think gone, they got, gone? i think they got bought out yeah i guess a lot of their funding might have come from when they did concerts yeah they would do who knows? I maybe the, maybe that inf- like I know for a fact that they got bought out and that those radio stations don't exist. I don't know if they're maybe on a different channel now or something. Oh, or what? Yeah. Um. Sorry. Back to it. We um, we hiked in arches. We we did the like the delicate arch, the popular hike on the first. It day. looks like the Coliseum. Yeah. yeah. I'm chewing eyes. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone drilling. There's someone like blowing their leaves. ASMR. This is a podcast about the great outdoors. I hope. Uh, there's, a, like, a plane flying overhead. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You're here with us. Um, Delicate Arch is so funny because they tell you it's a difficult... It's in the list of... I don't know what the easy hikes are like in yeah. arches, but this is... It was like you're. It's like you're in a. This whole trip, I think, taking a road trip is you're in a diorama. Yeah. You're in like a. You're in a giant playpen, but nature. Yeah. Um. It's so funny. You're, and arches is like this. This amusement park. Yeah. Um. And so they're like, this is a hard hike. Uh, every year, several people get sick and <laughs> bring at least uh, two quarts of water per, per person. And. And it's like, like everyone does it. Like it's children, it's everyone. And I can see how it's like you're really exposed in the sun the entire time. Right. But it's it's tourism. Um, I'm sure it's a lot different in the summer. Oh, super yeah. hot. I would pass out. Yeah. yeah. But you get to this thing, and it's a basin, mm-hmm. and it looks like the Colosseum. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I really, Hannah and I like did the generic like we asked someone to take a picture of us like in the in the main arch. And I really wanted to just, like, get down on one knee and pretend that I was proposing. <laughs> and instant, like, who's, here's Mormon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were joking. Um, and then the next day we did, like, the, I think it's the uh, second to last most difficult hike or something. It's, uh, yeah, it's called um, Devil's Garden. Yes. Yeah. The, um. It's a loop. It's 7.9 miles. Shoot, what's it called, though? The prehistoric... No. Well, the primitive trail? The primitive trail. They call it the primitive trail, because it's hard, apparently. Which, like, yeah, there was... There's, like, some... One lady classified it on the hike as... She's like, is there death climbing? Death climbing, yeah. Death climbing, we're like, No, you just have to climb up some rocks. It's a little bit... um, You just have to, like, make sure you stay on the path. But, I mean, we figured it out. Uh, no we were kind of i mean it was us and like there's this guy from new york this like 24 year old guy who's doing a solo trip who's like super capable like you're like we're all like we're in our 20s like we are we are able to like do this hike physically and we were just like 
there was this moment where we got into this canyon we weren't supposed to be in. Yeah. We were all like, he was up like at the side, <laughs> like on the rock while like scooting down on his butt. We like got, he was like, I don't think this is the right. way. I got a crazy photo picture of him yeah. on, in there. I wanted, I was mean to be like, hey, uh, do you want this? Like, what is your number? We will send it, send to, it you to you yeah. once it's developed. Maybe he'll hear this. Uh, I don't even remember. I don't even think I asked. We his didn't name. exchange names. Yeah, um, mystery mystery man on a solo trip. Listen to a lot of Jeff Rogan, uh, but so Joe, El- Rogan. Joe Rogan, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I was like, who is Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan, you're right. I'm just stupid. No. Um. Okay, that's not the point. Uh. <laughs> So, in the Joe Rogan, Elon Musk podcast, they talk about the fact that Elon Musk listens to uh, sea shanties, <laughs> which are incredible. Yeah. He got, like, Joe Rogan to start listening, and Joe Rogan's like, ah, I see, I see, like, there's something about people singing in harmony, so you're like, okay, we gotta try this. Yeah. Um, and Blasted we had, it. We had service near Moab, so, like, we were just... <laughs> blasting sea shanties listen to a lot of sea shanties and would recommend 100 percent would recommend um at the gym oh my gosh on a run doing your homework if you're just really angry <laughs> if you're feeling intimate maybe um <laughs> <laughs> they have edm remixes too so it like spans from like spongebob sounds to EDM. can you imagine if you like are on a date or something and you like you like get back and like, so you're like wait, wait wait let me like just turn on something to set the mood and it's a sea shanty yeah uh That'd it's like hot. Uh, yeah <laughs> it's like the uh the parting glass song like it's just so intense you feel it you feel the emotions of the yeah please listen to it when we graduate i'm listening to the parting glass um by i think it's the high kite the highway men anyways and sobbing that's what i'm gonna do to graduate from college it's also like weirdly um loud loud (laughs) there's a piercing like the high kings oh the high kings there's something about um, bagpipes, I think, that achieves a new decibel yeah. in, like, a different way. I don't know. I should know this. Amplitude versus whatever. Oh. The final leg of our trip was driving all the way back in one go. Yep. So <laughs> we hadn't fully decided. We were, like, in Colorado. We stopped, by the way, in Vail. Who goes to Vail? If you go to Vail, I want to talk. <laughs> There's three exits when you drive through Vail. The exit we drove from Utah. So exit one is uh, West Vail. And then there is Vail Village, Central Vail. And then there's East Vail. So all the stores apparently are like, if you need gas or whatever, you have to be in West Vail. Take the West Vail exit. Uh, the Vail Village? What Crazy. the hell? What is We going turned on? in there. It's like... um. I have Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games, and it's like the little animated, uh, like Olympic Village, yeah. cobblestone paths, women in furs. I accidentally turned down their little like pedestrian, pedestrian like interbetween shops, yeah. like little alleyway. Like, wow. I'm sorry, is this Italy? Like, what? Where? Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, that was my first time seeing Vail, too. I, I don't know. How much do you spend on a Vail vacation? Please Vailers. let us know. That, uh, most people, I assume, don't stay in this central village area. Just the women in furs. Just the women in furs. And are there, like, families skiing? We were going to stop and get a sticker just so we could, like, say we skied at Vail. <laughs> but we couldn't even park at Vail. We couldn't even figure out how to... Didn't stop in Vail. Did not. And is the skiing in Vail, like... Better? Yeah. What is the best skiing? I think it's Steamboat, right? But I don't know. Yeah, so, I'm not sure. Communicate with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> stay in touch. Have, have your people contact our people. Yeah. So then we just, you know, we stopped back in Frisco because, like, we're comfortable with that familiar. Yeah, um, you've been there before. And I got this uh, drink from Loafin Jug uh, that this is just an aside. You can add these there's buttons and it's like energy focus or or like uh like alert yeah. yeah it's alert energy um focus. uh balance oh my God. and one other and they are different substances because some of them were clear and some of them were brown <laughs> and so i think that energy and alert were probably both just caffeine shots i don't know what the brown syrup for balance was <laughs> I also just want to say, like, if you are ever wondering if there's someone out in the world that can drink an entire, like, you know, like, the huge super gulp um, container of Diet Coke out there, like, in less than five minutes, Hannah's your girl. 100%. Can I love do Diet that. Coke. Yeah. It's very good. She can drink that entire thing in, like, five minutes. It hits you different. It's got it different caffeine than uh, than coffee. Yeah, to yeah. drink an entire soda. But I wouldn't buy the largest size. I'd buy the second largest size because I didn't want people to look at me. Yeah, she didn't want to be embarrassed. Well, I, it's just, like, this seems excessive. Like, this yeah. is the size of my face. <laughs> <laughs> bigger. This is bigger than my face. Taller than my head. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah, driving through Colorado was really pretty when we finally saw snow again and, like, Wet. greenery. Yeah. And we stopped in Estes Park. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but we did a hike near there. Shoot, I forgot what it was called. But it was... Yeah. Uh, that was a bad sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Kruger Rock. K-R-U-G-E-R. Uh, yeah. Yes, Kruger Rock. Um... And it was like two hour hike, I'd say. Yeah. Ish. It was very simple. Yeah, easy hike. Super. You just like hike up and there's a rock and it has a really pretty view of uh, the Rocky Mountains. Because we didn't want to pay to get into the Rockies. Yes. So we're like, okay, we're going to take this instead. Yes. Um, and there was like nobody really there. We were almost the last people on the trail. And then... And that's when we sent it. Yeah. We were right after that hike. It was like 7.30 or something. Had woke up in Moab. Yeah. But we were like. Why not? Our plan was actually to stay the night in Colorado. Kind of like North Colorado. Um, and then drive back the next day. Just do one big drive back. Kind of like how we came. Um, but we decided to send it. We drove the entire night back to Minneapolis. We got back to Minneapolis at like 11 a.m. It's it's cool to like do these trips and be like oh i can actually do that like i didn't yeah. think i thought that i would not be able to drive this much yeah i was like 20 percent chance of like physical exhaustion 20 mm-hmm. percent chance of mental like 
just explosion. Mm -hmm. But no, um, it was very, very rejuvenating. Rejuvenate. Yeah, I wouldn't but say it was rejuvenating. The trip in Seoul. Oh, was. the trip as a whole. But yeah. it was like this drive through the night, no problem. We got <laughs> McDonald's twice. twice. It was incredible. Once for dinner, once for breakfast, coffee. We peed at the back of a gas station. In the back of it, not in the gas station. And okay. we made it through five states. <laughs> we did. We were so ugly when we got. We just like smelled so bad. And of course, of course, what were we listening to when we arrived? Uh, well, we were listening to this AC Shanty. I don't know which one. Oh, yeah. Like Sea Shanty, though, is what I was looking for. Yeah. Sea Shanties kept us going. And the drive through Minnesota, like when you get into Minnesota and you're like, oh, sweet, I'm home. You're not. It, there's such The drive from the bottom of Minnesota to Minneapolis is so long. And ugly. And ugly. And just long, and we were just, like, delusional at that point. Eight days packaged into... I guess, like, more happened, but we're not really quite sure how much you care. Mm-hmm. But if you have any questions, like, we'd be happy to share any Keep advice. Or recommendations. Mm-hmm. I recommend avocado. Just in general? Yeah, the bringing food? the avocado was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got groceries before we left. Also Would recommend... recommend um, Amanda learned this thing at her camp as a child, but... She cooked oh. bananas in tinfoil with, like, chocolate inserted inside them. Yeah. And we bought whipped good. cream, so there was, like, something cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was super good. Anything that you can just, like, put into tinfoil and throw into a fire, like a potato or something, is so good. I was so bored when I got back because, like, I was like, oh, I have, I know where I'm sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like a new new way of thinking. I, I was just upset that I wasn't outside. I was like, I didn't do anything all day, except I wasn't looking at the desert while I did, like, did driving. Did nothing all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, now we're laden with these, I don't know how much you've progressed on it, but we started oh. these sweater vests with cow print. Yeah. Like, knitting. Because we, we were in the desert, like, of course. We were looking at cows inspiration struck we saw a cow um patterned horse so that's where it all happened <laughs> honestly the whole idea so these sweater vests that maybe would have been like grandpa-y but marginally acceptable now are being produced with cow print but we're in minnesota, minnesota. so it feels like off yep yeah but that's fine that's fine that's fine we're also launching a new business um predicated on watermelons and cows being blended merch coming soon watermelon cow no but for real i think we're gonna have (laughs) based off of some of the conversations i've had i think some people are really excited to be on our podcast and have some fun things to say so look forward to that i'm looking forward to that we're trying to keep these shorter so hopefully it'll work out we'll cut some it's 49 (laughs) 36 um yeah i hope you guys have a great a great day uh, uh, no, I should say. Can we? Um, is it illegal to include the parting glass on this podcast? No, I can figure out how to do that. Definitely. Okay. Um, if anybody wants to be an unpaid intern and be our sound editor, also looking for application, we'll pay you with like cow friend- watermelon cow vests. merch. Yeah, we'll pay you with love and support and um, <laughs> open. Casting call for a kiln. Oh my god. We want a kiln. 
a kiln would be so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love, Love you. you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I gently rise and softly call.